Mindfulness Mode 491. What happened is that most of the things we're writing and doing are related to what we experience. So many of the things are now related to the fact that we're going to become parents. Hey, Mindful Tribe, welcome to Mindfulness Mode. I'm Bruce, Bruce Langford, your Mindfulness Mode host and Mindfulness Life Coach. Hey, it's so good to have you here. And before I jump into today's episode, I want to tell you about a social media scheduling tool that I use. It's called Meet Edgar. And it makes it super easy to schedule and automate your content on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, even LinkedIn. I use it. I like it. And you can too. And you can get a discount at my affiliate link. Just go to mindfulnessmode.com forward slash Edgar, E-D-G-A-R. Now, let's move directly to the interview for today. It's a fun couple called Brigel. Hey, Brigel, great to have you both here today. Are you two in mindfulness mode today? We are yes, definitely always. in mindfulness mode and we're super happy to be here. So thank yes, you so thank much you for so having much. us. I'm super happy to have you. You're just two totally fun people. Thank and you. Uh, I'm so fortunate to have you today in my life all to myself right now. So yeah. this is pretty cool. Now, yes. let me tell you, tell Mindful Tribe, I'm going to tell you a little bit about who Brigel is. Brigel is an artist couple who are all about fun and creativity. And I absolutely love that. And they use mindfulness, meditation, and music to make the world a happier place. <laughs> they sing, they rap, they write, they act, they direct, they edit, they dance, and they produce music and film. So mm -hmm. they just have fun all day long from beginning to end. Sounds like. They, they met each other a few years ago when Miguel hired Brienne to mm -hmm. co-produce his short film called Fly Away. And mm -hmm. as a result, they melded their names into Brigel, and mm -hmm. they haven't left each other's side since, practically. Their work includes short comedy films, corporate mini documentaries, music videos, and feature films. And so what does mindfulness mean to you guys? So there's a couple of different ways that we go about it, I think. I think generally speaking, mindfulness is really being where you are with presence. And it's interesting. I always think about the fact that mindful, you think your mind is full, but it's more like mind being, if you will. But I yeah. don't know if people would really accept that as mm -hmm. a way of approaching life. I think anyone and everyone is mindful in moments of their world and moments of their life. Mm -hmm. There are ways that we practice it you know, whether that's through sitting in mindfulness and meditation and breathing, or especially lately, because I've had to slow down because I'm a little larger, yes. uh, really being mindful of my movement and my breath and my presence, because going upstairs isn't what it used to be. Just to clarify, she's a little bit larger because she's nine months pregnant. You know, so. <laughs> <laughs> and I yeah. was just going to clarify that too. So, yeah. glad you did. so I was just going to say, Brigwell. Uh -huh. is pregnant, as yes. in both yes. of you are pregnant, yes. essentially. Yes. Has yeah. that pregnancy changed your sense of mindfulness in your life? 100%, definitely. It has, it's interesting because I, I like to go fast and pregnancy definitely doesn't necessarily like to go mm -hmm. fast. So there has been a lot of also different levels of comfort, let's say, and different feelings in the body that therefore... I have to stop and breathe through, or I have to cautiously move through and not, mm -hmm. not cautiously, but just attentively, mindfully move through. We've been reading a lot of 
books on being mindful parents and mindful birthing process Mm -hmm. and just keeping the entire experience with an openness and a presence and a Mm -hmm. mindful way of looking at it really. So it's been really great because it almost feels like, especially for the last two months, it's almost been like a meditative, mindful state. Yeah. Yeah, Like I'm waking up and I'm breathing and I'm having my moments of gratitude. And then as you know, it takes me about three minutes to sit up and then, you know, so it's a really nice paced experience. And do you sing to the baby? Oh yeah. I've been singing as much, which has also been a moment where I've had to be mindful as far as what's going on in my own mind as well, because my voice is different right now. Mm -hmm. Thank you, hormones and creating child. And so seeing the way in which I can be not as kind to myself because of it, because of course you have, you have to... less space in your stomach to breathe from it. Right. You know? So it, right. of course it, it limits a little bit. And how has it changed life for you, Miguel? Well, I was going to say, because we, I love to say we are pregnant, although I am not, you know, like I would yeah. love to be part of this process as much as I can. I I'm involved, but it definitely helped me to be more aware of uh, my surroundings and of her, like be more empath- empathic, you say mm-hmm. in English, mm-hmm. to be more aware of how she's feeling. So I'm constant, constantly trying to be there to see how I can help or how I cannot help and just give her her space and just respecting and loving what women can do. You know, like the moment you are in a pregnancy, you understand why they call it a miracle because it's such mind blowing experience, you know? So I really respect women from this. I did before, but now it's even more. And yeah, it makes me just feel how lucky we are that everything is going so good and that we are enjoying every moment. And it's not been a a complicated or stressful pregnancy. It's been all very much flowing and helping to even love more each other. So that's... uh, Mm -hmm. That's awesome. How has it affected your creativity? Well, I will say the first thing, what happened is that most of the things we're writing and doing are related to what we experience. So many of the things are now related to the fact that we're going to become parents and what that and what that means, you know? So most of yeah. our work right now, it's like pushing that direction. Yeah. I think it was always important for us to take into consideration the messaging and the way in which our words have an impact on others or our visuals have an impact on others. And we always really took into consideration children mm-hmm. because for us, a lot of what's happening with music or film is, you know, necessarily we don't want nine-year-olds hearing those things or singing those things or dancing to those things. So it was always important for us, like, okay, how can we get across this message in a way that a seven-year-old can hear it or a four-year-old can hear it and still enjoy it the same way that a Mm 44-year-old could hear it. But now that especially we are going to be bringing this little soul into the world, then of course it makes it even more personal and Mm -hmm. even more important to be very particular with our words Mm -hmm. and how we're coming across as Mm -hmm. far as the message that we want to convey. Now, a lot Mm -hmm. of the work you do is in film. So will Mm -hmm. you be doing film that is addressed to children? Yeah, actually, we have a project right now that is in its final stages of production, like very, very end of post-production. We're just working on the VFX. It's a mini documentary song and music video that we made in collaboration with our friends of Holistic Life Foundation in Baltimore. And they've been around since 2001. And essentially, they bring mindfulness, meditation, breath work, yoga, and self-care techniques to adults and children at this point. But it started first and foremost with children in underserved communities in Baltimore. Mm -hmm. 
So our whole project has the concept of, do we really want to bring a child into this world? And if so, how do we provide children with tools so that they live and thrive rather than struggle to survive? Mm -hmm. So in the song, we have kids from the Holistic Life Foundation Choir. Mm -hmm. On the song is also one of the founders, Andres Gonzalez, a very dear friend of ours, who's also an MC, mm -hmm. who is at, with Miguel. They have the verses. And in the chorus, I sing with the kids. And then the short film is this story of what can we do? How can we make, do our part? And we mm -hmm. being every single human being to take, whether it's smiling at someone or taking children and teaching them that they have the power, it's in their hands, it's up to them to live and create a life that they so choose. Mm -hmm. uh, that's that's yep. the project that currently we are yep. working on. That right sounds now. amazing. That sounds, I'd love to know how you first became connected to the Holistic Life Foundation. So I first met the Holistic Life Foundation at a workshop that they did with Sharon Salzberg at the Garrison Institute four or five years ago. And it was one of those moments where it was just like, wow, you are incredible human beings and just awesome people. And we would love to, you know, we just kind of became, I don't want to say we became instant friends because it, it, it dilutes the relationship, but it definitely was an immediate connection love of for each other, love yeah. and, and friendship and mm -hmm. appreciation. And at the time, you know, Miguel and I have also been working on a series mm -hmm. for a few years that we've been developing and the Holistic Life Foundation was always uh, real people that were going to play themselves in the series. Mm -hmm. And we've been back and forth with them about that episode. And then we were finally like, you know what? We just want to make, make the song yeah. mm -hmm. because the project that Miguel and I are working on is a mockumentary reality show where everyone plays themselves, but it's all scripted. And every episode introduces an original song. So it was always that we were going to make a song with them and the kids. Mm -hmm. That was always a goal of ours and that they would play themselves and really show their work and, and mm -hmm. change our minds as characters was the idea. Miguel and yeah. my minds as characters and the show is still on its way, mm -hmm. but we decided to go ahead and make this project mm -hmm. as this was actually our honeymoon project to ourselves. We didn't go away for a honeymoon. We made this project. We did That's go cool. away. We just went to Baltimore. Yeah, yeah we went it. to Baltimore. Yeah, we went to Baltimore to, to make this uh, film yeah. Yeah, just, and song. It felt like that's what we wanted to do. Like life was putting us in that direction. Everything happens how it's, you know, as it has to happen. And so it just made sense to make this uh, whole project together. And she made them before I came into her life. And then she introduced me to, to Alman and, and, and Andy. And, and I was immediately blown away by the concept and by the what they're doing, replacing uh, the tension with meditation. And I thought, how is this not what happened for like the last 50 years? You know, I think, yeah, I think it's such a brilliant concept and mm -hmm. we just wanted to be part of such a beautiful movement and, and help as we can. Well, I just want to say your baby is so fortunate to be born into your lives because you. you already understand mindfulness and you live it. What was it like meeting Sharon Salzberg? She's lovely. It's kind of like the idea or the concept, I guess, of like Buddha, where it's just such a, a presence and a force. And yet at the same time, totally in no way imposing or mm -hmm. feeling any kind of power or power in the sense of the energy of the person. But she does radiate love and kindness, truly. Yeah. And she's she's a very sweet, lovely human being. Yeah. So it was really, but you really feel the 
you know, I, I know people talk about Ama this way and they, you know, what they've written about the Buddha in the sense that there's just, it's just there, you know, there's no trying, there's no forcing. She's just this loving kindness vessel. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's how it comes across from her books you yeah. know, as well, but I've never met her live. So in, mm -hmm. and in person like you have, so that's pretty cool. Those so what cool. kind of work do you love to do the most? Is it film? Is it rapping? Is it writing music? What is it? It's a good All question. <laughs> A, B, C, N, D. Yeah. <laughs> we, we've been both writers since we're kids and we've both been acting and performing since we're kids. So uh, we're trying to find the right way to put everything together, all of our skills together. And so it's difficult, to be honest, to, to have one answer. I guess filmmaking, it's great because it's such a good tool to storytelling for storytelling. It's, you know, it's easier to approach. And with the music, it's also really, it's another, it's a, obviously a different expression, mm. but it's similarly, mm. we, we create it from scratch. So yeah. we have ideas or melodies will happen. And then it's a matter of, you know, a lot of our music is a fusion of digital and live. So we'll have real instruments, but then also we're utilizing this beautiful technology to mm -hmm. make it sound like we have an orchestra when yeah. it's really just uh, us, yeah. <laughs> us and our friend Matt, who makes the music with us as yes. an engineer and producer. So it's, that's, we just love both because both are so powerful and so accessible, Yeah, you know, so, cause I, I really love also writing. Um, uh, but I, I don't know, I guess, uh, those are the two have taken over, yeah. you know, it's, uh, yeah. Writing, it's always part of it, of course. Well, your music has a very strong Spanish influence. And I noticed that you have English, you have Spanish, mm -hmm. you kind of go back and forth. Yeah. Do you have a, just as big a following with the Spanish as you do with the English? Is it about half and half? Yeah, um, for the most I mean, yes. Yeah, I've been in the U.S. for the last eight years. But before that, I was in Spain and I was for two years, almost three in London. But I, I was making my career, I was more like an underground rapper in Spain and I was starting to make my name, but then I left and my music was also in Latin America and it has been in Spain for a long time, but now it's starting to get more attention, you know, and it's been also since we sing, uh, since I sing also in English. And of course, since I sing with Brian, because I've been doing, I was rapping, now I make songs and I feel like being with Brian, she helps to just make it a whole other level, you know, it's not what it used to be. Yeah, you definitely complement each other. You mm -hmm. really do on, you know, in the videos and with your writing, it's amazing how you complement each other. So when you start a project, do you have one theme, like one goal, one message that you're trying to get across? Mm -hmm. We've realized that a lot of our messaging it's ultimately the <laughs> is the same because we've both been through experiences and I'm sure you can relate to this also with your life experience that we were in positions where we weren't how we are today and we went through a transformation really in our own lives and were able to a recognize things that we didn't love that we were doing and creating for ourselves and also then find the tools so that we could be happy and that we could live a life that we did love. And it didn't matter on the outside. It was all an inside job. Mm -hmm. So then it became like, well, I want to share this with other people. You know what I mean? Like yeah. if we're yeah. able to go through such darkness, really, then how do we then share that with others to transform it into mm -hmm. the light and let people know that they can do it too. Mm -hmm. You don't need the things that you think you need. Yeah 
on the outside. It really is going inward and making yeah. those changes. We, yeah, we, we've we come to that place in our world now where we all can create and put it out there where this didn't yeah. didn't happen. This wasn't the case like 20 years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we always choose uh, what we want to talk about. And then we, we realize that we're just talking always about spreading love and about loving yourself in different ways, but mm -hmm. it's always the same, you know? And that has been consistent. And yeah, I think that's what we want to do. We want to just put out something that helps other people to feel yeah. good with themselves and not stressed out because it, there's enough of that already. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, we we live in a in a difficult world sometimes. So when when your little one is born, what kind of activities will you do? What kind of messages will you want to send to your child? Hmm. So there's a lot of allowing her to be who she's going to be, which is going to be interesting, of course. And, yes. and, and finding the delicate balance between limitations and boundaries, but also mm -hmm. choice for her. I think that's really important for us. And then we've talked about things of when she gets a little older, and this is in uh, the conscious the conscious parent by, I'm going to say her name wrong, but Dr. Shafali Sabari, I believe is how you pronounce it. You know, having a weekly Sunday afternoon, let's write what we're grateful for, or let's take time as a family to consider the way in which our words affect others. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I think it's a lot of communication and understanding and blaming, mm -hmm. but at the same time, allowing for her to have her own point of view, even if that's not our point of view. And then just mm, yeah. sharing like, hey, this is what's happening right now. And letting everything be rather than making it a good or a bad thing. You know, if you're crying, like I understand you're crying right now. And, and I, I'm very sorry that you feel that way. Do you want to talk about it? Or you don't, okay, you don't want to talk about it. Mm -hmm. That's okay. I'm here to talk when you're here to talk, but not hey, stop crying or don't do that. Or we're leaving. No, we need to leave right now. Would <laughs> I you? love your mother's voice. <laughs> <laughs> My mother's amazing. But, I you think know. you're going to be great parents. That's for sure. Thank you. Thank you. That's that's and a lot of presence and mindfulness and, and probably a lot of patience also, I'm sure mm -hmm. is going to be a big factor. In that. Yes. And being aware of ourselves so as not to transfer generational baggage that we may mm -hmm. still be carrying. Mm -hmm. You know, we all have those layers of the onion, I always say. Once you start going down that path of mindfulness and awareness, like it's like peeling the onions of a layer or an artichoke, like it just keeps going. You're like, oh, hey, I thought I, I, thought I dealt with that one. Mm -hmm. Guess not. There mm -hmm. it is again, you yeah. know? Yeah. And so- Try being, not to project. Yeah. Try not to judge. Not put that yeah. on and really like create a little space. Yeah if anything arises for us rather than reacting, responding. And again, so. this is all theory, you know, I, we can oh, talk yeah. again in like yeah, six months. We'll talk <laughs> in six months. <laughs> yeah. Miguel, tell me about the film Fly Away. Oh, that, that's a great thing because when I met Brianne, I was in a very different place of my life. I was in a very dark, you know, I, I didn't deal with many things that I, after meeting Brianne, I've been able to deal with uh, things from my past, relationship with my father, uh, relationship with woman and, and also in that case i was uh, i was very different and that short film was about like uh it was a guy that has a girlfriend but he's very unhappy and she's very unhappy and then he finds some girl in the street and they have a quick uh, how do you call it affair. a quick affair and then she goes away and then he, he goes back to his miserable relationship so that was also a reflection of where where my brain was at before meeting brianna i didn't have a great example at home of what a good marriage was. I didn't really believe 
in the possibilities of love and affection between a man or a woman or whoever. And so for me, it was always uh, very superficial and very much related to the sex and to something just basic. It was never, didn't have other layers. It wasn't deep. It was just, okay, this is what we get. Then we go, we fly away and we forget about our responsibilities. And that's how we keep avoiding them. Until there's a moment that you need to stop and look at what you're doing and, and confront yourself. And I guess that was the last story that was related to that about, okay, it's, it's stop flying away. It's start to confront reality. So I guess that was, that marked a point uh, of my work from, okay, stop running, time to confront. And ever since the work has been very different, at least the messaging, because my life had changed so much. Everything means something different now. So that short film was very interesting. Also, I wrote it by myself. And then when I wanted to hire her as an actress, but there was a nudity scene and she doesn't do nudity. And she told me, I'm not going to be the actress, but if you want, I can help you to rewrite it and produce it. And I was immediately in love because I was like, <laughs> oh, there's an actress with a, you know, a strong will and personality. So she helped me to bring into like a more feminine perspective. It wasn't only like a man, a dude point of view. It was also, you know, from the lady, from the female character. So she just helped me to get so much deeper in all of my, my work. And we've just been working together since then because she just helps to make it a bigger, yeah, a bigger picture now. So how yeah. can our Mindful Tribe listeners see some of these films? Well, we have a work online in our website, mm-hmm. brigel.com. I didn't upload this one, actually. We don't have Flyaway. We should put it up there. We're very proud of all of our work, you know? It's just that it's very interesting because it's such a different direction, you know, and not as mature as the work that we're doing nowadays. But I think we should put it up <laughs> for this one particularly. But uh, we have the work in our website. and Brigel.com, B-R-I-G-U-E-L.com. We mm-hmm. have music videos of ours as far as the piece that we're making with Holistic Life Foundation that should be out, I would say, probably within the next year. Mm-hmm. Right now, it's being submitted to festivals and we're talking to some uh, possibilities as far as where it can go in the next phase. Mm-hmm. I do have, and similar to Miguel, mm-hmm. there's work that I did before that's yes. available online, but it is a different that, That's also very well. important because before I met Brianne, a common friend of us showed me a trailer of the movie she had produced and starred in, and I was completely impressed because it's an amazing movie. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't say it because, you know, we're here talking. I think it's so difficult to make a good movie. I made one myself. It wasn't so good. <laughs> But I think what, what she did was impressive. It's the uh, Bad Vegan and the Teleportation Machine. Mm-hmm. And it's, uh, where do you find that it? That one's available. Amazon, iTunes, Vimeo. I mean, all of the services. Mm-hmm. You and can what's see. it called again? Bad Vegan and the Teleportation Machine. Okay. I want to yeah. know more. Bad <laughs> Vegan and the Teleportation <laughs> Machine. Yes. Yeah. So similar to Miguel, I was also in a, a different world before we met. Mm-hmm. I was doing a lot of stand-up comedy and a lot of being able to write and then perform it. So the film is about a dismal stand-up comic, which was not necessarily related to my personal experience at the time, but it was a lot of what I was seeing, that there was this interesting dichotomy between comics who make a whole room of 300 people laugh and feel such joy and they get off stage and they're miserable themselves. And it was just such an interesting, like fascinating point of view for me. Mm-hmm. So it's about this dismal comic, but she's not very good. She's not one that makes 300 people laugh. 
And she basically reunites with this friend from high school who turns out to be this genius physicist who has built a teleportation machine. And things just unravel and unwind mm-hmm. and, and get wild and crazy. And it's a dark comedy for sure. Mm-hmm. It was filmed in New York. I produced it. I made it with Anton Gonechea, who is a Mexican. So, well, he's actually Spanish, but he's living in Mexico right now. Mm-hmm. Filmmaker and writer mm-hmm. who's doing very well right now. He's working yes. on several Netflix series. And he directed it. I produced it. I co-wrote it with him. And I play this dismal stand-up comic. And I think a lot of it also is similar to Fly Away in the sense of kind of what we were talking about before. Before you are able to be with yourself and find that shift and start making those changes, what kind of ways are you escaping your reality? How are you lying to yourself? Maybe how are you flying away? Mm -hmm. How are you being self-destructive maybe in certain ways? So the character that I play like lives on her friend's couch she doesn't even have money to buy her own ferry ticket. You know, she steals it from her friends. She's just a mess, you know? And mm-hmm. and yet at the same time, doesn't see that that's her own doing rather than... Yeah, she's playing the victim. Right, of right. she's playing the victim. victim. Yeah. So... Right. How long's the film? That film is 90 minutes. 90, 89 minutes, I think. And is there is. a link on your website as to how to... How there to might it? be. I believe there's a link on the website. Yes, if not, so. we can put a link. On the or if you just search <laughs> online, I would find it. If you search definitely, online, you'll definitely yeah. find it. Yeah. 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 And it's called The Bad Vegan and the Teleportation Machine. Yes. <laughs> that that sounds absolutely cool. <laughs> it, it is. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the premise also, I, at the time, was a bad vegan in the sense that I was vegan. But every now and then, if there was a chocolate chip cookie on the table, I'd have a bite of that chocolate chip cookie. Never meat. I haven't had meat in many years. I, yeah. I even tried when mm-hmm. I got pregnant because, of course, the doctor wanted more protein. Yeah. yeah. So I've been eating some egg. That's yes. about as far as... That's a, as close as it and gets some fish. to meat. Yeah. yeah. That's what I've been uh, yeah. doing as far as that. But well, Are I you just, both vegans? Um, no, because I was raised in Spain and I completely love meat. I can't, <laughs> I can't help it. Yeah. You know, it's, South it's America is kind of like all like that, isn't it? Like oh, meat? Yeah. yeah. Well, we've, we've been in, we've been in yeah. I mean, yeah. when we went to Argentina, I think I ate bread for the entire trip. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they just kind of look at you, right? Yeah. Like, what What do you mean you don't eat meat? Like, yeah, you don't eat. Yeah. What is that? Yeah, <laughs> how do you How are you alive? Are you Are you really breathing? Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. What What I think it's amazing is that we both found each other in the right moment. We were both directed in the same place. We wanted to spread the same message. Uh, and just it just click and complement yeah, each other. We everything. really fill in where the other leaves off. You know, mm-hmm. like there are, are skills that Miguel has that I don't have, and vice versa. Mm-hmm. So we're really able, and we keep inspiring each mm-hmm. other. And because we're able to complement each other, we learn from each other in those different ways and really mm-hmm. continue to expand. Yeah. So I read in the bio that you do corporate videos. Yeah. We so do. so if any corporation comes to you, you would create a video for them. Is there anything you wouldn't do? Yeah, I think that there's there are certain, yeah. you know, it really needs to resonate with us. Like we've been asked and offered to do certain projects where we're like, oh, it just doesn't feel right, you know, as far as represent. And we don't mean it in a judgmental way. It's more just we don't necessarily need to put a month or six weeks of our lives into something that we don't necessarily mm-hmm. believe to be yeah. uh, good for all. But of course, <laughs> so it's, it's limited because, you know, we are our own production company. So we, we need to take jobs and do whatever comes through. It's like, okay, we always 
think about it. Mm-hmm. We try to get, you know, life is sending us the kind of jobs that we also want to work. Right. On, we care you know? about, you know, we, we did a bunch of pieces this year for a museum yeah. and we did a piece for, uh, we did a trailer for a Broadway show, a water mm-hmm. company, some wine and spirits. The corporation wo- jobs were things that resonate. That wasn't like something of like an evil, you know, right. like uh, somebody that goes against our belief. It was just something, right. a good story. Mm-hmm. And, and so we tried to tell the story and make it embellish it and make it all as cool as you can because that's what film is about you know try to sure make everything pretty but yeah luckily for now the jobs that we've taken are Mm -hmm. very interesting and very aligned with what we want to spread sure i always ask a question about bullying because Mm -hmm. i worked in that field for a long time do either of you or both of you have a story about bullying where mindfulness would have made a difference Mm -hmm. yes totally and we were talking about that before. Well, in my case, I was very short until I was 16 years old. And I high school, it was an interesting experience, you know, because I came from being a very cool kid in school. The Spain is a little bit different, the system, but it's similar. So I went from school into high school and then all of a sudden everybody had grown up and I stayed, you know, very short. And some of the friends and people there, they were... Air quote friends. Yeah, what he friends. Did. They, were, yeah. they weren't bad people. It's just that they probably had some bullying themselves at home or who knows what. So they need to release their rage in other ways. So it was very interesting because they would manhandle me. That's, a, yeah, that's the way to, yeah. to put it. And they didn't even mean anything bad about it. You know, like when I would be sitting with them one on one, they were just sweet, nice, kind people that could just joke with you. The moment somebody else entered the picture, they wanted to show that they were strong. And the thing with mindfulness is that if people were more aware of their surroundings and about the fact that we are all one and then, you know, that if you hurt someone, you're going to end up just hurting yourself. You know, people are not, they don't realize how much pain they're inflicting on other people. If they knew, I don't think they would or do within it. themselves. Maybe. Them, but that's the thing, because after 10 years, 50, many of those people come and say sorry, or they feel terrible, or their life has gone a different path because they were just driven by rage and pain. So... If everybody is aware of that, uh, nobody will, you know, make that kind of attack other pe- other uh, people because you know that you can hurt them and you can hurt yourself. You know? So in my, that was my personal experience with bullying. And I just think that, that that's all you need to know how everybody is feeling around you. Yeah. So what would you do if your daughter came home from school, she was five years old and you found out that she had been bullied? What action would you take? I think we'd have to talk to her about, you know, the idea of like what Miguel was saying, the awareness of, you know, this is not great that this happened, Mm -hmm. uh, but you can also see it from the fact that this has nothing to do with you, Mm -hmm. that this is just unfortunately someone else is hurting and in pain and that doesn't Mm -hmm. make it okay. And you absolutely can feel whatever you're feeling right now, Mm -hmm. but try to, not be as hurt by it and not be as, yeah, it's, as and and then of course like how do you tell a five-year-old not to be hurt and, when, and so it's going to mm-hmm. be an interesting yeah. moment i'm it's, sure it's complicated because most of the times if not always you realize that it's not this kid it's that the parents of the kids normally you know are the ones the, that are creating yeah. this little right kid that is doesn't know how to react and therefore he's just attacking others you know we had a very dear friend of us that also told us a story where uh, some kid uh, was bullying another kid and then they spoke to the parents of the kid and telling him that, the, hey, your kid has taken the bottle of water or something yeah. like that. And the father reacted instead of saying like, 
sorry, I will work on it. He says, what do you mean? I cannot, you think I cannot buy a bottle of water to my kid? And he's like, whoa, immediately you see where it's coming from. Right. And then you just feel sorry for the kid. You mm-hmm. know? And it's like, how can you explain that to a kid that is like, you know, have compassion. How can you have compassion at five? But have compassion for well, this kid because, do, yeah. you know, because normally yeah. if he does that, if he was trying to hurt you, it's because he's hurting or she's hurting inside. Yeah, know? I think understanding and acceptance and conversation and then, you know, responding in an appropriate way. Mm-hmm. I know that when I was a kid, I was the only girl on a baseball team and the 10-year-old boys didn't necessarily like that. And so at first, (laughs) at first they were not very nice to me. And my mom told me stories of how she used to be like, why don't you play softball? And I was like, it's too slow. I like baseball, you know? And, and I wanted to play, I wasn't amazing, but I wasn't bad Mm -hmm. either. I played and that she would feel so sad for me because it would be me on one side of the bench and all the boys on the other side of the bench. And she'd see how they bullied me a little bit, you know? But, you know, but what she did was then she got more involved, let's say, because she's a very strong personality. My Mm -hmm. mom, she's amazing. And she, you know, called the coaches and called the league. And I, I don't know if we'll go that far. Of course, we'll take whatever matters we need to. But as much as possible, be involved, but also, you know, allow her to have the experience she's going to have because that's what it's going to be. And she'll learn from that as well. Mm -hmm. And just. I think I really believe that communication, understanding, and acceptance are massive. And a lot of us don't necessarily do that so much, yeah. unfortunately. So so true. I was going to ask you, I don't know, as a father, if you've had to confront this kind of situation, you know, and yeah. then what is the, the reaction that came through? Because this is all theory, you know, I don't know if the, the moment of truth comes... <laughs> I go whatever you know. What I, mean? yeah. <laughs> I leave my my yeah. story behind, you know. But that's what I want to do. I don't know once, you know, because pain it's terrible, and then you can't control yourself. But that's what we want to do. But it's a I don't know from a real point of view what you you think. Well, I think that you're right on the ball. I think that understanding, communication, acceptance, you're heading into it with these things in mind, and that's what your child needs. And so that will help your child to be confident and strong and help your child to understand just what you said, that it's not about your child, it's about Mm -hmm. someone else. And I think that you're absolutely on the right track. So Mm -hmm. yeah, way to go. Hey, I wanted to ask if you guys can do a little rapping or sing a little song or something like right here on the show. Can you do that for us? We can totally do that. What are we singing? You tell me. Uh, Well, you tell me. (laughs) (laughs) We we do it a a cappella, right? Yeah, sure. I insist. You tell me. No, you tell me. Without our things? Sure. I got to move away from the mic. I might distort that guy a little bit. Okay. Then you start. Okay. All right. Without darkness, there's no light. Without the day, no night. He says of the whole, it is all one, you know. Oye, si no lo sabes, cállate, evita el disparate, pregúntate bien para que antes de autodispararte, que es my daddy, didn't like me, and that's why I'm here rapping in a clown outfit, laughing at nothing, nothing left, not a competition. 
We all have issues, but I guess we need to choose to be a problem or the solution. Thinking that I would thrive at 25 and I was wrong in my prediction. Walking through depression and addiction, I was looking for light and then I found it. Oh. Limiting myself, surrounded by darkness, pero soy el responsable. It took me time to wake up and realize the lies the leeches used to use just to justify the poor behavior. Remember where you came from, the effort before you find the method to make it work in your favor. Otro MC Askenazi con la oscuridad que heredó sin querer por ser hijo de sus padres, la luz nace. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love the videos on your website. Now, is that taken from one of those videos? Yes. Yes. I thought so. I thought so. I thought, yeah, well, yes. I definitely heard that before. And it's so awesome, you know, with the, with your costumes and everything that you you just That's had so us. much fun with that I can much. tell. It's now, do you outsource some of the editing or some of that work or you do it all yourselves? That's we us. Well, well, the only thing we outsource is visual effects yes. and color correction. Everything else we we put together and we always have a challenge because we don't have a huge budget because we're working on other things and then we're, and we also have some side hustles mm -hmm. and we basically invest in our own art. So in that case of that video, we had a very, very, very small budget. It was us and two people who made that entire thing. Mm -hmm. And we did it in our basement. And all the wardrobe and costuming is from our closet. Yeah. And it's, it's helping us to get very creative and smart about how to not spend much money, but make something that it's enticing and beautiful. Yeah. And, and it doesn't look like a chip, you know blazing yeah. piece of work you know i i loved it i love it you. is that the one where uh you you have the rabbit head on and you're playing the drums is no that's is that love. a different that, one that's love that's, that's love. the one love that's this a different one, one this one it's uh it's the, without darkness it's the four different yeah. phases of right. like personal expression right and so we both yeah. look like clowns we both look yeah. like clowns is like this super joyful and then we look like ourselves which, which yeah. we mm -hmm. you like thought of as like authentic mm -hmm. and then we have arrogant and we have depressed and, you know, the whole idea of without darkness, there is no light. Without the day, no night. Pieces of the whole, we, it is all one, you know. Mm -hmm. And Miguel talks a lot about even How, kind of bullying. Yeah. Remember the lies the leeches used to use just to justify their poor behavior. Remember yeah. where you came from, the effort, before you find mm -hmm. a method to make it work in your favor. Yes. It's all, we love and I respect so much what we say. You know, like before a rapper or a musician, I'm a lyricist. And, and we just love words. And we respect the language and we just want to use, you know, um, say things that matter, things that mean something, not something empty, because it's better to have silence than to have something empty. Mm -hmm. and yeah, they definitely have depth. Yeah, yeah your messages definitely have depth. Yeah. As we move forward, I want to ask you five quick answer questions. So just 30 second answers are perfect. Okay. The first one is this. Okay, tell me this. Who is one person who has... Uh, sort of influence mindfulness in your lives. Want me to go first? You go, you go. I'm like, there are so many. I think Eckhart Tolle, Thick Not Hot. I know you said one, but I, I can't go for one. Joseph Campbell, Neville Goddard, of recent, Shafali Sabari. Mm -hmm. uh, there's going to be so many that I'm like, oh my what, God. Abraham. Great, the great guy that the Alexis is also reading. Dr. Joe Dispenza. Yeah. Uh, yeah that was those, more than one. Those, yeah. <laughs> That's more than three seconds also. Okay. How has mindfulness affected your emotions? I think you want to go. Uh, well, what I can say is that I feel much more in control nowadays than I ever was. I feel like because now I'm aware of my emotions, it just helped me to control. And when I stress out, be like, okay, that's what I'm going through. And then just let it be. And it's much quicker, the, the, the turnaround, you know, from feeling sad or pain to just feeling again, you know, in a, in a balance. Mm. Yeah. Right. So I would say that 
the way it helps. So tell us how breathing is part of your mindfulness. Mm -hmm. I like to wake up and breathe. I sit for, I'm trying to do more than 15 minutes, but at least 15 minutes a day and breathe. And then recently it's been a lot of conscious breathing. I think, you know, breathing is the most amazing tool and we all have it. So to be able to utilize deep breaths to calm center and then we can go into the whole biology of it and the the way that it releases oxytocin and it's all the things, Mm -hmm. but breath has really been a nice tool to connect to that we always have that truly does come. Being aware of the breath has just been a big change in my life because she was way more involved with this mindfulness universe. I wasn't. And every time more, I feel like it's just helping me to, to control myself, you know, and to feel good most of the time, you know, because mm-hmm. it's, you know, hundred percent, it's the, it's unreal, but I really feel great most of the time and just happy. And I think it's mainly also because of the breath because of how it takes me back to my to myself. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That really is. Okay. What about a book? Is there a book you recommend that's related to mindfulness? I mean, the books that are on my mind right now are the ones that we're reading, Mindful Birthing, The Conscious Parent, but also, of course, oh my goodness, there are so many. All of Eckhart, I know we said Eckhart Tolle, I see you have the power of now. Yes, I do. A New Earth is fantastic. All of Joe Dispenza's books, I think, are great. And I think that he does a fantastic job of not only having mindfulness be part of it, but then showing the science behind it Mm -hmm. and the approaching it from a medical world. Because of course, there's so many people when we especially talk about it, who are like, all right, what's with the hippy dippy stuff, you know, or, Mm -hmm. oh, sure. Where's the the voodoo magic? And it's like, no, look, there's science, there's doctors, there's medicine that can show that this is really happening Mm -hmm. in your system. So I would say us becoming supernatural is one that I read Mm -hmm. recently of him. Mm -hmm. And what about, what about apps? Are there any apps that help you with a level of mindfulness? Our friend is a teacher on journey meditation. She teaches 8 a.m. every morning, Jackie Stewart. And I think... Well, we had this thing that was for breathing. That was great. What is the name of that app? Sorry, that's terrible. Sorry, great app. We (laughs) we had this this little device that we put it, attach it to, to our belt. Yeah. And it would just, it help, it measures how you're breathing. So it right. makes you aware if you're breathing too quick, or, you know, so you can create more space and it just helps to calm down uh, in terms of app. That's what so I do think. you still use that? I haven't in a, in a few months, but I also feel like we got used to, you know. Oh, right. It sort of taught you the better the, way to breathe. We're using it for a bunch of months and then it just became more like natural. It became a habit. Yes. Oh, that's cool. No. I'll keep I'll keep on the lookout for that. That's interesting. We'll send you the name of the Okay. Yeah. And then I'll put it in the show notes at mindfulnessmode.com. So yeah, yeah. so check out the show notes, mindfulnessmode.com, everybody, and we'll put that in there. So yeah, it's yeah. been so much fun talking to both of you. You're, <laughs> you're just as dynamic as I thought you'd be based on your videos. You're you're both fun and you're living a great life. And now you're even going to be bringing another life in. And this is just yeah. so amazing. I was so, going to say, show, show, don't tell. <laughs> can you move? Can, can I move? Can I stand? I don't yeah. know if it's. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. It's getting close. So, so when's the date? What, when are you expecting this to happen? Uh, we're told any day now okay. because I'm having some uh, any day now symptoms. Okay. Um, but a f- first week of December is is her official date. Coming right up. Well, I'm glad yeah. to have her on the show as well. I'm sure she's <laughs> been listening. Yeah. I don't like to speak for her, but I'm sure no. she's 
thrilled to be here as well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, thanks to both of you. It's been so so much much. fun. And we will check out your website at brigel.com. B-R-I-G-U-E-L.com. Yes, we'll check it out. Thanks again to both of you. Thank you so much. much. It's been really lovely. My pleasure. Yeah, bye now. Thanks so much for joining us today on Mindfulness Mode. For show notes for every episode, check out mindfulnessmode.com and type the guest name or the episode number into the search bar. You can also go mindfulnessmode.com slash whatever episode number you like. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you could help us out by subscribing to Mindfulness Mode wherever you listen, whether it's on iTunes or Stitcher, Google Play, Spotify, so many places you can hear Mindfulness Mode. So hit subscribe and share because that truly helps our show. So remember what I said at the top of the show about Meet Edgar and how that tool can help you with your social media content so much. Check it out and get, like I said, the second month free. You already get the first month free. Get the second month free with this with this uh, URL. Go to mindfulnessmode.com forward slash Edgar, E-D-G-A-R. So remember, subscribing and sharing helps keep mindfulness mode on the air. Till next time, Mindful Tribe, use what we've learned today to reach new heights of calm, focus, and happiness. Stay in the mode.